From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, December 5th. I'm Sarah Reith. An agreement between the county and its largest employee union is coming before the membership this week with a side letter granting workers a bonus from the American Rescue Plan Act, or ARPA Fund. And the triple-demic, or flu, RSV, and COVID season is compounded by staff shortages, including substitute teachers, which means administrative staff and even school principals have been taking on classroom duties. We'll hear about efforts to make up for learning loss in the county's largest school district. Final election results came in on Friday with some shakeups and key races. In the Ukiah City Council race, newcomer Susan Schur netted the most votes with 22.61 percent. Incumbents Juan Orozco and Mari Roden will stay on with 21.35% and 21.16% respectively, edging out Mayor Jim Brown, who garnered 19.53%. John Redding, the only incumbent who ran for the Mendocino Coast Healthcare District Board, won the lowest percentage of the vote with 12.64%. James Jade Tippett won the highest with 27.78%, followed by Lee Finney, who won 21.73%, and Susan Savage with 19.96%. The top three vote-getters for the Fort Bragg City Council long-term were newcomer Jason Godicki with 26.14% of the vote, incumbent Marsha Raffinen with 16.8%, and incumbent Tess Albin-Smith with just over 12%. Incumbent Lindy Peters swept the short-term race with 78.31%. Two countywide taxes passed with slim margins while a parcel tax in Hopland was defeated. Measure P, a quarter-cent 10-year general tax, passed the threshold of a simple majority with 55.17% of the vote. The measure asked voters for their approval to use an estimated $4 million a year to fund essential services including fire protection and prevention. The language is non-binding. Measure O, a special sales tax to fund the libraries, passed with 60.82% of the vote. The tax essentially doubles the current eighth-of-a-cent sales tax and removes the expiration date, making it effective until it's repealed. Measure N, a parcel tax intended to fund emergency medical response and fire protection services for the Hopland Fire Protection District, required a two-thirds majority and was defeated, with 56.7%. Medical woes are hitting schools hard, with substitute teachers struggling to provide instruction to classes where sometimes only half of the enrolled students are present. Doug Schald, the communications officer for the Ukiah Unified School District, which has about 7,000 students, said the district is trying a variety of programs, from in-person and online tutoring to after-school programs, to make up for learning loss caused by absences due to illness. At our elementary and middle schools, uh, tutoring is happening in after-schools with the ACES program. Now, ACES stands for After-School Education and Safety Program. And now, and additionally, we've um, partnered with the City of Ukiah Safari Program, and their staff and our staff together work with the kids um, for free after-school enrichment and homework help, and that happens at every elementary and middle school. Now, and additionally, uh, any parent or a student or a family can request enhanced after-school tutoring, and this, these students are then pulled from the ACEs, or they can stay after school if they're not involved in ACEs and they're provided a one-on-one or small group tutoring with teachers. Um, if anybody needs more information on that, you can just contact you know, your child's school or the teacher, and you can get set up with that tutoring as well. County employees have contended with illness too, with social workers and nurses putting in long hours at the height of the pandemic. 
Julie Beardsley is the president of SEIU 1021, which represents the largest county employee union. She's been part of the negotiating team, advocating for the county to use some of its $16.8 million allotment from the American Rescue Plan Act for an employee bonus. Last week, negotiators representing SEIU 1021 and four other county labor unions signed side letters, separate from their pending contracts, awarding ARPA bonuses to employees. The American Rescue Plan Act, um, ARPA, provided, um, provided money to the counties um, to help offset the effects of the pandemic. And this money was supposed to be designated for businesses who, uh, you know, who, who um, you know, were in financial trouble. Uh, it was also, uh, a lot of counties designated it as a thank you for um, the work that their employees did. Because, you know, during the pandemic, people worked just so many hours overtime uh, and often at risk to their own health. I mean, we had nurses and social workers going into homes where they knew everyone had COVID and yet they that was their job and so they went in and they did what they needed to do. So this money really was a thank you. And um, the regular staff, full-time staff, will get uh, $3,000. Um, it will be taxable, so it won't be the whole 3000 And we also were able to secure um, uh, a bonus for our extra, extra help staff. Employees who worked an average of 20 to 47 hours per pay period will get a bonus of $1,500. SEIU 1021 has been in contract negotiations with the county since spring of this year. A tentative agreement has yet to be ratified. The union membership will hold meetings about it this week and vote on whether or not they accept the terms, which have not been made public yet. The Board of Supervisors will hold a final vote before it can be approved. I just want to say that I really appreciate um, the, the, just the, the patience of um, a, a lot of the staff, especially Sherry Johnson. And um, I know Darcy worked really, Darcy Antle, our CEO, worked really hard on this in the um, the Board of Supervisors, um, you know, who are, who are basically pro-labor, and I appreciate that. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.